0: hi and welcome to our podcast inspiring healthy changes i'm lisa blanche naturopath and director of gisborne health essentials today let's talk about our blood sugar and hypoglycemia and how this can potentially happen and we find it happening more and more at the moment because we've been in that chronic state of stress so if you have not eaten a meal for a few hours your blood sugar levels will start to drop and this is completely normal but this is when your adrenal glands must respond now if they can't respond sufficiently and part of that reason may be because you've been in that burnout kind of stage or stress to state for too long you will likely experience symptoms of hypoglycemia, such as dizziness, brain fog, nausea, palpitations, and fatigue. And if you have something to eat and immediately feel better, it was likely an episode of hypoglycemia. So this... So it occurs basically after you eat foods that spike blood sugar very quickly, it's more likely to um, to occur. So when you eat food with sugar or other high glycemic foods, such as refined processed carbs or alcohol, your blood sugar can increase very quickly. So in your body, in an effort to try to counter that fast rise in blood pressure, it produces and secretes more insulin and insulin levels rise really quickly and this rapid increase in insulin causes the blood glucose to be absorbed into the liver as glycogen now the problem is that your body can overcorrect to this episode of high blood sugar by producing too much insulin this excess insulin dramatically drops blood sugar too much and those people with adrenal fatigue burnout whatever you want to call it can't produce enough epinephrine to counter the excess insulin so people who are under adrenal stress or have adrenal fatigue are more prone to this sugar crash type of hypoglycemia or reactive hypoglycemia it's often called And so today we're going to talk about what we can do about this situation. Now, obviously, it's really important to get on top of the cause of the issues. And in some cases, this will, you know, be a particular stressed state that you're in. But today we'll just talk about what to do when we're already in that state. So one of the first things that you may also require salt um, if you are adrenally fatigued. And so small amounts of a good quality salt such as pure celtic sea salt or pink salt adding a tiny bit to your water at the start of the day can keep you well hydrated i often um, get people to add lemon so either slices of lemon or even just a squeeze of lemon to that water as well for the vitamin c which we'll go into too so There's that aspect, there's eating frequent balanced meals. So when we say balanced, we mean good sources of quality proteins and fats in those meals as well to help balance your blood sugar. Um, And this will also nourish the adrenal glands. So the two nutrients as well that um that will do a wonderful job for adrenal glands and we need to make sure that we've included these in our diet are the ones that are vitamin c and magnesium rich so for vitamin c we need to look at um so the lemons that i discussed earlier or the citrus fruit um, tropical fruit, kiwi fruit, rose hip, capsicum, our green leafy vegetables, um, broccoli, berries, and then magnesium. So you'll get a lot of magnesium in nuts and seeds, a variety of nuts and seeds. Um, also, again, the dark leafy greens, the whole grains, beans and legumes. You'll often find that when you're low in magnesium, particularly as a woman, that They might be the times that you're going for chocolate. So if you're finding that you're craving chocolate a lot, chocolate does contain magnesium. Now, you can have some dark chocolate, but I wouldn't, if you've already got these blood sugar issues going on, I wouldn't start going to chocolate as your form of magnesium because it's going to keep you in a a, um, hypoglycemic state. So just going back to the protein and fats in each meal to help stabilize your adrenals and the, just ensure there's a slower release of sugar in the body. So when we talk about protein, just to make sure we're all on the same page, so protein could be your nuts, your seeds, your meat, um, your dairy, such as you know some cottage cheese or kefir, um, eggs. Um, unsweetened yogurt would be great as well. Your tofu, your beans, your lentils, your chickpeas, and then the fats to include. So again, you'll get fats from the nuts and seeds as well. Um, and then obviously the you know, standard forms of fats that we think of, so your extra virgin olive oil, um, your coconut, your like yogurt, the whole fat yogurt, you'll get fats from avocado, oily fish, ghee, um that you need to ensure that you've got one example of good healthy fats in each meal so having small amounts of the protein and fat in your meals and your snacks actually as well will lead to that slower release of sugar in the body and thus extend the time you may become hyperglycemic between meals in combination of, with regular meals this will hopefully help prevent hypoglycemic episodes now also we need to avoid alcoholic beverages when we're in a hypoglycemic um, state or in a stressed state or our blood sugar is a little bit up and down so you know especially on an empty stomach and i'm sure we've all experienced that before so the alcohol will often cause blood sugar levels to rise And excess alcohol entering the system requires immediate action from the liver to metabolize it. And this puts the role the liver plays in blood sugar control on hold, leading to dysregulation of glucose levels. Alcohol also interferes with those hormones responsible for controlling blood sugar balance in the body. So frequent alcohol consumption can lead to insulin resistance. So we really do need to be careful there. Now, obviously, as well, avoid foods made with sugar and white flours and um, refined foods. So sugar is obviously a good thing to avoid if you are experiencing uncontrolled spikes and dips in your blood sugar levels. Highly processed flours and products made from these, such as your um, bread and biscuits, etc., will also be a bit of an issue so you really do want to choose the whole grain products instead and stick to smaller serves combined with the proteins and the fats if we don't and we are having that refined sugar these will cause a quick supply of glucose to the body and brain but always remember what goes up must come down and you may, may feel worse for a few hours if your blood sugar levels plummet very low as a result We need to listen to our body. Sometimes you may need to eat something every two hours, especially if you're experiencing increased mental activity or heavy physical work. So short term, do listen to that and do what your body needs. Stay hydrated as well. Make sure you carry a water bottle around with you and keep well hydrated throughout the day because by the time you feel thirsty, you're actually already dehydrated. Be prepared as well if you know that you're in this state and always carry a snack such as nuts with you wherever you go. Remember that simple carbs and sugars are only a quick fix. So if you really need them, um, sometimes that's, that's what you need to go for depending on what your situation is. But they just, as we discussed earlier, they're just going to make the situation worse for you. Also note, artificial sweeteners may not provide the body with the glucose, but they do still trigger an insulin response in the body, which can contribute to hyperglycemic attacks. So avoid these completely. So tips to making a meal sugar balanced. Tip number one is the proteins and fats that we spoke about earlier. Tip number two is your fiber. So the more natural fiber a food, meal, snacks contain, the better. So this also means that the less processing a food has had, whether this be in a factory or even just in your kitchen, the better. Um, A good example of this is oats. And the best type of oats are the steel cut oats, but even just whole grain rolled oats would be fantastic as well. Fruit is another example. So whole fruit with the peel on. Um, And obviously vegetables are a really good example of this too. So tip number three as well, eat your veggies. So don't forget the humble veggies in all of your meals if possible, or or at least two out of three of your meals. You want to get like between four to six serves of veggies a day in. So don't restrict yourself to only um, eating them you know, and eating the same vegetables in just once a day. You really need to work out how you can combine these into other meals and really get that good variety. And at least every day have some green leafy vegetables because they contain your magnesium. They also contain chromium, which is going to support your blood sugar. Um, Just make sure that you lightly steam them and you can serve them with a squeeze of lemon juice too, because this is going to support your body and your adrenals. make sure you don't skip meals and eat regular balanced snacks so keep treats to a minimum as we discussed earlier and you you will definitely feel better if you have frequent meals in addition to small healthy snacks if that's what you require so have your breakfast lunch and dinner and then if you need a mid-morning snack or a mid-afternoon snack then do so while you're in this state where your blood sugar is unstable So don't skip any meals or snacks that you need um, and eat small amounts frequently will prevent that low dip of blood sugar that is causing your symptoms. Now, also make sure you support the adrenal function and manage stress. So supporting your adrenal function will help keep important hormones such as the cortisol and insulin in balance. And then these hormones play an important role in blood sugar balance and stability. Stress management is also important to take the pressure off your adrenals. So if your adrenal glands are overworked, they may not respond to a drop in blood sugar adequately or promptly as they should. And look at ways to find time for rest, relaxation and fun. So exercise, but don't over exercise so find that balance between great exercise which you definitely need to do and also some more gentle exercises such as yoga and tai chi and meditation um, and include these in your exercise routine or daily routine as well so i hope that's been really helpful for you today obviously if you have any questions you know where to find us we're more than happy to discuss with you further at gisborne health essentials and have a wonderful day. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Inspiring Healthy Changes. And as always, we'd love to hear what you think.